Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Floor and Decor. Largest selection of hard surface flooring and lowest prices guaranteed. Laura and Allen, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. How can I help you? Hey, Jim. Save my marriage, please. Um, <laughs> my husband and I are arguing because... Uh, my dishwasher will not drain all the way, and so um, he looked at the manuals and stuff like that, and it sounds like he's probably going to have to pull it out of the cabinet and check, you know, the drain pipe in the back and all that. How hard is all this, or do I just need to go call somebody? Well, how much home repair stuff has your husband done? He's a YouTuber, so uh, he's pretty, he can understand it if it's on YouTube. <laughs> Okay. Uh, pulling a dishwasher out, to be honest with you, is not a whole, it, it's not real hard because typically right. most of them have two screws that are in the top at the onto the bottom mm-hmm. of the uh, countertop. You take those yep. two screws out and the whole thing can just slide out. Okay. Uh, so in your, in your best guesstimate, what do you think's going on? Well, it's, le- it's leaving water in the bottom, right? Right. Okay, so it's going to be one of two things. Either the drain hose has got a, a restriction in it that's not allowing it to pump all of it out. Uh-huh. But typically, because it is pumping some of it out, uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming some is pumping out, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, well, typically then it's actually a problem with the pump itself. Ooh. And... It, it gets into the sensors and the electronics of the pump. The pump itself may be still working, but everything that's telling mm-hmm. it when to turn on and off isn't. And honestly, if, if that is the case, it's not something your husband is going to want to mess with. Okay, and then moving to the next question, um, does that mean I have to? it's cheaper just to go get another dishwasher or is it cheaper to get a service guy out here? How old is the dishwasher? Mm, five. Five years old, it's worth getting a repair person out. Unless it was a really cheap one. No, uh-uh, it's Kenmore. I would get a, a repair person out. So the first thing I would do if, if I was in his shoes right now, well, mm-hmm. uh, I would... <laughs> <laughs> First thing I try to make up with my wife, and that you know, but <laughs> he done slammed out the house. You know, he's so hot mad right now. Well, you know, I do the same thing, and <laughs> and and then I'll say I'll get to it, and a month later I might get to it. But uh, mm-hmm. I would slide the dishwasher out, and what you'll find is the discharge hose is hooked yeah. on the bottom. That's real easy to unhook, and you can unhook okay. it from the sink as well. Uh, relatively easily and flush mm-hmm. that thing out let's let's see if that's got a clog if that doesn't have a clog in it it's time to call mm-hmm. the repair man just a reminder it's a huge help if you subscribe to rate and review the podcast it helps people find us had an interesting question that i actually haven't had anybody ever ask this before so and i don't know why because it's it kind of makes sense that this would be something people would want to do. And uh, it's a coffee machine with water connection. I have a, I have a coffee machine that can be connected to a water line. 
it sits next to the refrigerator. So I was thinking the line to the refrigerator could be split and connected to it via a secondary small filter to filter water to the coffee maker. Is this something that can be done, or do I have to have a completely separate water line to the coffee maker, and where would that come from if needed? I would expect this would not be a big deal since my current filter water line comes from the sink water. So split, but it sounds like after a call that a separate water line is necessary. Does this sound right to you? Thanks, Jeff. Well, here's the deal. The water line going to the refrigerator is actually pretty small, and it's, it's fine for the ice maker and if you got a water dispenser. Will it do the coffee maker? Absolutely. You can tie off of it if you want. It's just going to be a little slow filling the, the thing up, especially if the refrigerator is trying to fill up the ice tray or something at the same time. But let's, let's be real. For most people, it, it, that's not that big a deal. So if you don't mind it being a little bit slow, and, I'm, and we're not talking 10, 15 minutes slow. We're talking a, a minute or two. No big deal. Yes, you could tie into that existing line with a splitter, put a filter on it, the whole nine yards. If you want it to fill faster, then you would run a line back from underneath the sink all the way to where you got the coffee maker. Uh, honestly, if it was my house, I'd be tying into the line to the refrigerator. Julie in Cyprus, how can I help you? Um, I'm calling because we removed a floor plug from the slab when we remodeled. It just seemed uh -huh. to be in the wrong place, and I thought it was a good time before we put the wood floors down. And they glued the floors to the slab. Well, the contractor poured concrete into the hole. And ever since then, we've had a severe moisture issue coming up and ruining the wood floor. Now I'm remodeling again, and I want to know how to fix this correctly. Is the moisture only coming up in that one spot, or is it coming up? It is, areas? but it's, it sp is spreading to an area, say, six by six. To the floor so we've pulled up all the wood flooring around there right and i was told that concrete and concrete don't bond you can't just pour concrete in there and expect it to bond with the old concrete and someone said that you could get some epoxy maybe but i want to yes. do it right and i don't know who to call and i don't well, know well they do make bonding agents for concrete uh so you, okay. you can bond concrete to concrete uh, okay. It, it kind of looks like milk or, or Elmer's glue almost, uh, the bonding agent does. And if they coat okay. the old well, concrete and put concrete in there, uh, you know, that should take care of it. But it doesn't even have to be concrete that you fill in there. You could use a uh, uh, an epoxy or or other types of materials to seal it up as well. It had an electrical okay. outlet in there, so it should have... That should have been encased in concrete all the way itself anyways. Yes. I'm not sure. I know it was a post-tension cable slab, but I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Let me okay. put you on hold for a second because i got to take a quick break, and I'll, I'll come right back to you. Now, when we left, I was talking with Julie, and uh, Julie's got a electrical box that was uh, closed up in the floor, and they're, they're getting moisture. And, and Julie, let me make sure I... I've, 
I, I fully understand because, you know, typically that electric box would have been encased in concrete in the floor. And I know you had it filled in. The moisture that you're getting up, did it start from that spot and start radiating, radiating out from there? or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I noticed it, and the I had a floor guy come out like a couple years later, and he replaced the flooring again around there, thought he'd use a different glue that would help. So he did that, and then it just continued to come back, and it got bigger and bigger, and I put a rug over it thinking that eventually when I change yeah. the floor, I'll just take care of it then, and now I'm doing that. But I want to do it right, and I want to – do I dig out the old concrete and then put this bonding agent in, or do I just yes, put it right because, over? But I, I think we're going to have to go even beyond that because I'm betting what's okay. happening is the conduit that took the electrical wires into that box. Right. That's probably what's allowing the water to go in. Uh-huh. It, you know, it's acting it's as, a, as a pipe and, and allowing the, the uh-huh. moisture to travel. So I think what they'll really end up doing is we're going to have to chip out the concrete that's in there. Okay. Fill those fill those uh, pipes, you know, the, the conduit with a, oh, a silicone caulk or something like that to seal them. Okay. Then the bonding agent and put the concrete back in. Okay. When you say bonding agent, where do I get bonding agent? Uh you know, a lot of times I've even seen it at the box stores, but any place that sells typically concrete supplies has okay. it. Okay. Now, All something right. else that you could fill that in with, instead of just putting in concrete, get a non-shrink grout to fill in. Okay. And the reason for that, concrete will, as it dries, shrink just a little bit. The non-shrink grout will will keep bonded all the way around the edge and, and not shrink and, and leave that hairline gap, you know. Okay. Is grout like floor grout? Uh, no, it's just called a non-shrink grout. And okay. It, it's not a floor grout. It's it's more used uh, where you're packing in where you can't have something get a void, which is what you're doing. Okay. Okay, good. Great. Well, thank you. I've been really worried about that, and I want to do it right and take care of it. Thank you. Not a problem at all. You take care. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Charlie, you doing all right today? Yeah, thank you. I have a stairway, um, and it has uh, spindles, about every six inches or so, wooden spindles. One of them near the bottom is broken, and uh, it's easy to take the old spindle out, but uh, it's not so easy to figure out how to get a new one in there because it has some extra length you know, to fit in to a hole in the bottom and then a hole in, in the top in the in the railing. And do I have to can I remove the whole railing and loosen a bunch of spindles in order to fit that in? Or No, uh, typically what you can do is just remove that one spindle and the hole that's in yeah. the top. If you will make that mm-hmm. a little bit longer, that gives you the ability to shove the new spindle up into the top and then set it down into the bottom hole. And oh, that makes sense. I just have to get it to drill the hole out in the same diameter, yeah. but deeper. Yep. On the top. And it may okay. al- and it may already be deep enough, but you know if it's not, just drill it out a little bit for because normally it'll have quite a bit of space that you could go before you go okay. all the way through. Okay. Wouldn't have thought of that. I'll give it a try. 
Hank, this is Jim. How can I help you? Thanks, Jim. My question is about chimney flashing. Uh, I've got a house that's uh, 50 years old, and I'm fixing to put a new roof on it. Uh, I know the chimney flashing has not been changed. So uh, do normal roof companies, uh, are they uh, good in that area, or is the best thing to schedule a, a chimney expert? Because I know I need to do some pointing on the chimney. Uh to go first and then have the roofers come in later. No, no, the roofers are the ones who would take care of the flashing. And, uh, you know, obviously the chimney people would take care of the tuck point in stuff. And typically, even when the flashing is is uh, cut into the brick, that's sealed up not with mortar but with a, a sealant. And so the roofers take care of all that. Okay, thanks. You bet. Take care, Hank. Let's head to uh, Bear Creek, and Andy, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. How can I help you? Well, um, my water consumption has gone up double in the past uh, three months or so, and they, uh, somebody left a, a message on my door says that uh, I have a leak somewhere. I don't have a leak in the house or any outside bibs, uh, but I did have my driveway repaired, I guess, in September and they broke the line but they put a new line in and they buried it and I don't know if that's where the leak is under the new driveway or how can I how can someone test where there might be a leak oh it it would just be a leak isolation and uh, yes that definitely can be done Uh, you said they replaced the line did they just replace the section that broke or did they replace the whole line out meter to house uh yeah they replaced the section of the line that went under the driveway so the uh you know the water tap or the 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 water meter was on one side maybe a a foot side of the other of the driveway and then on the left side of the driveway uh they tied it into a pre-existing line that was there for some 40, 40 years yeah and what kind of line was it I was a PVC one inch. I guess that, you know. Um... Okay. Well, usually PVC is, is pretty easy to fix uh, without getting a leak in it. But that's not to say that uh, something, you know, they turned it on too soon or something like that. And, and it has a, a pinhole in it. So typically the first thing that would happen is shut the water off at the house. pressure, And they, they would hook up a, a gauge on it and pressurize the line and check and see if the line's holding. Uh, And by they, I'm saying the plumbers would do this. Then it can be isolated down to exactly where the leak is, and hopefully it's not underneath that new driveway. Okay. If it is, can can we bore under it or, I mean... uh... Absolutely. And that was going to be my suggestion because... Uh, there's no reason to jackhammer, but if you do end up boring under it, you know, just to prepare you for it, they would end up digging a, a, a pit on one side of the driveway, and usually that's going to go down, oh, probably two feet or so, and going to be about six feet long. Then they're going to have to okay. dig another pit on the other side of the driveway, and they literally burrow through with the pipe. And then they can hook it up on both sides of the driveway. Okay. 
that's kind of what he did when when they were breaking up the con the old concrete. Uh, they they you know picked up the line and broke it, and then he had some in the in the truck uh, because I cautioned him earlier that that's where the line goes. And uh, I'm not sure whether I took a picture of exactly where the line was, but he filled he dug a, a ditch for it and filled it back over, and then they proceeded to to uh, put all of the uh, framework and and uh, rebar in before they put in uh, the cement. So yeah. uh, who would do the boring under? Uh, you know, some of the plumbers have the boring equipment. I ha- I have it uh, for doing driveways and stuff, but, and quite a few plumbers have that kind of equipment. Richard in Plano asking about tankless water heater for whole house. Is a tankless water heater for whole house a good idea? What are the pros and the cons? If it's a good idea, then who does the selling and installing? Uh, you had a presentation on this before, so how do I access that? Well, yeah, I did do a uh, a segment on actually my TV show with uh, an install, and that is available when you go to our website. Um, and there's a link to our YouTube page, and you'll find it there uh, as far as a tankless water heater. Now, is it... A tankless water heater a good idea for the whole house? Absolutely. You know, the, the thing is, if you're retrofitting, sometimes it becomes very expensive. Now, if you're building a new house, without question, go tankless water heater. But in retrofitting, depending on where the tankless water heater is going to go, um, you know, uh, what utilities are available to service it, because you got a choice of gas or electric, and a lot of times, if you have a gas tank water heater, the new tankless water heaters actually uh, are able to use smaller gas lines than they used to use. So in most cases, on a gas one, it's a no-brainer. Uh, you can go with, with the tankless and, and change out your tank to a tankless. The downside on doing that is a tankless water heater is a little more expensive than a tank type water heater. The installation typically costs a little bit more. The plus side though, it uses far less energy because you're only turning it on when there's water flowing through it. It's not trying to keep a tank of water hot all the time. Uh, So, you know, you get up in the morning, you take a shower, it's on for that period of time. You leave, you come home, you're doing dishes, you're doing laundry, it's on for that time, it's off the rest of the time, unlike a, a tank that would always be hot. Now, with a, an electric tankless water heater, you typically have a lot more cost on the installation because it requires a lot more energy than a tank-type water heater does. The tankless typically is going to require three 220 breakers, and your tank normally only requires one 220 breaker. So you have to have an electrician run more lines. You have to verify you have enough power in your breaker box to be able to handle the tankless. But I will tell you, my house, I I changed out from a uh, tank to a tankless electric water heater. And I love it. I've had it for probably 10 years now. And, you know, the, the beautiful part about going tankless is you have an endless supply of hot water. 
where with a tank, even taking a, a long bath where you're trying to reheat it, you run out of hot water. Not an issue with a tankless water heater. Uh, you can have people take shower after shower after shower and not have a problem. So that's going to be the benefits. Downsides, like I said, it, it's strictly the, the installation cost. And that is is a huge variable because if, if your uh, tank water heater is near the breaker panel, doesn't take much to run the power to it. But if they got to go all the way across the house, there's a lot more expense in it. So that's really going to be your only downside. Julianne, how can I help you? Good afternoon. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, all this talk about water heaters. I wanted to call in. I have a brand new water heater installed about two years ago. And I was hoping that this would actually solve the problem that it hasn't. In my kitchen, I have to wait no less than five minutes for hot water to arrive to my kitchen. And it's very, it's concerning because I'm wasting so much water trying to get the water to warm up. But sure. do you have any kind of recommendations on what I could do or what's causing that huge delay in getting water? Sure. The the delay is simply the distance from the water heater that the water has to travel. Mm -hmm. uh, and and sometimes, you know, I talk to people and they say, well, the water heater's right there in the garage next to the kitchen. Yeah. But the problem is they send it on a loop all the way around the house before it comes back to the kitchen. And oh. and so there are some things that can be done. Uh, there is a system that they can put on that basically recirculates the water. It's called a Grunsfold mm -hmm. system. And basically, it ties in under the sink. It'll take the water back to the water heater and make it where you get uh, hot water faster to okay. the sink. It's, it's, a, it's almost like having an instant hot water heater there. Um, the other thing you can do. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if it takes up much space under the seat. No, it doesn't. It, it's 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 really just a small, small unit that mounts under the sink. Okay. The the biggest trick to it, though, is they've got to run a, a water pipe back to the water heater. And so they got to get that down through the wall and stuff in order to tie it in. Okay. Uh, another option would be to put a small tankless under the sink. Your hot water line would tie into that tankless, and it's just a, a little 110 unit. So when you turn hot water on at the sink, you're getting hot water from the tankless, the little tankless there. And once the hot water arrives from your water heater, the little tankless will shut off, and you're just running the regular hot water. But the whole time, you've been able to heat the water that's been coming. So typically what I tell people is, if this is the only place that you're having that issue, go yes. with this little tankless. Uh, or you can put a little tank under there, but that takes up space. The little tankless, uh, you know, is typically kind of like mounting a, uh, oh, it's not even as big as a shoebox. It's it's more like a size of an iPad, maybe three of them stacked on top of each other. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, I will definitely check into that. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.